Hey fam, it's Monica and Jordan, workplace besties, giving you introspective realness and randomness that really may get us fired one day. So it's episode three and we're talking about love and relationships. So whether you're single, married, or in an entanglement, or something in between, I know that you can all relate to it being real hard out here. So Jordan, recently I watched the Netflix series Indian Matchmaker and I was sitting there on some like, I could do this. Like, I can do this. Okay. Absolutely could do this. First of all, none of her couples really got married in that first season. So definitely, <laughs> I can do this. Minus <laughs> four. But this would be as the new age Nigerian auntie matchmaker, you know? Do tell. What I mean by that is at the simple fact that I think that I can help set people up. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like I do have some qualification. Um, for instance, I'm not an expert at all, but a sister got the ring. Like I do, I do got the ring. Mm-hmm. I do have my boo. Mm-hmm. We've been together for 17 years, y'all. Aww. Like, was I 11 when I met him? Okay, calm down. I don't know. But anyways, it's about to be 10 years married next year. So I've been here and I almost stumbled the bag too along the way. I'm sure he did. I almost stumbled the bag. Me and I almost lost my boo. But he here. He here. And we going strong. And not just that. We do tend to like counsel other married couples. So I guess we might be doing something a little bit right. Even though we're trying to figure it out along the way. Love that for y'all. You know? So I feel like I can help, Jordan. And I want to help you at the end of the day. Because I love love. And I've seen you. Okay? I've seen you as I've known you. Work through relationships unsuccessfully. Mm. And so it might be time to switch it up. Okay. But I think out of all of the relationships that I've seen you kind of go through, like the one that just seems to keep coming to my mind is what we are going to refer to as your New York big love situation. Oh, Mr. Big. Mr. Big. That is your Mr. Big. This is definitely given sex in the city, living single, girlfriends vibes. Like it's that Mm -hmm. one situation that you got to keep going to and remember And I feel like for people to know what I'm going up against, I think you need to tell them the story. Like, it's definitely 03 Bonnie and Clyde vibes. Wow. Beyonce, Bonnie and Clyde vibes style. Not the original. Beyonce, 03. Okay, well, let me set it up first. Okay, so in the past episode, we talked about, like, how we came to New York, what were the reasons, and so I feel like I got to tell a little bit more. So, you know, before I came to New York, I was working a lot. I talked about that, but I realized the more that I had so-called success, the more unhealthy my lifestyle was. Like, really just sitting at my desk, not getting any exercise, not eating well. And it's also like a lonely time, right? Like, you're trying to push to get to some next promotion or next title or whatever else that I was aiming for at that time. And I think I was just really insecure, too, like trying to prove that I deserve the things that I was getting. Mm. I don't really know who I was trying to prove it to, me or somebody else, but I just felt like I was always trying to show how committed I was and how, you know, even if I'm on vacation, I'm answering my phone and I'm, you know, calling into meetings. So and I'm serious I, about this. Basically. I'm so serious. You know, I flew 15 hours nonstop to Johannesburg for vacation. It was such a big deal. I'd never been to Africa before. I was so excited. And I'm literally on the phone for a work call at 1 o'clock in the morning. Wait, you want to tell me this? Like tears streaming down my face, right? Because I'm Mm. just like, you know, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not even really letting myself have a good time because I'm so busy trying to still take care of things back at work, Mm -hmm. right? So it was like, that was like a really pivotal moment for me and trying to figure out like 
how to move past this. Well, that and the hike, right? Like, so I'm not really outdoorsy. So we go on this hike, I have my outfit, obviously. And then we go, <laughs> we're on this hike, we're going up a hill. But there is a moment where I start to like panic because I was like, I cannot, we're like early in the hike, like maybe the first 20 minutes. But I was like, I'm not going to make it up this hill. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're going to have to send a helicopter for me, a medevac, because I was just so out of shape. Like... I'm, I'm like, I joke a lot, but like, seriously, I was so out of shape. I could not catch my breath, like getting mm. up the hill. And I was like, I've effed up big time. Like it was one of those moments where you know that because you haven't taken care of yourself, because you haven't done the right things, you can't do what you want to do because you haven't done what you were supposed to do. Ooh. So that was a really, really pivotal moment. So I just want to say, notice how your pivotal moment though came in the motherland, like absolutely. trying to replace your roots. Like that, that's, that's the word right, right there. You had to step away go back to your ancestral roots, which is why your home is all ancestral as well, Mm. to get that awakening. But go on. So I got back, you know, got on Weight Watchers, started cooking again, hired a personal trainer. Um, And so it was a big reset for me just to try to get myself together and start saying, no, I need to leave the office by six because I need to get downtown. I need to get to the gym. I need to start taking better care of myself. So that was huge. Uh, But then the next thing happened when I didn't get the next promotion that I was going for. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, well, now what do I do? So that's when I really started reassessing and I realized that I was absolutely like the punchline of every Hallmark movie, right? It's like the corporate exec. She's so, you know, powerful, and yet she doesn't believe in Christmas, and she doesn't know what real love is, right? <laughs> so it's like, okay, I got to do better. So I was like, okay, I'm going to see what's out there. That's when I started applying for positions, found this job that's in New York, yep. accepted the offer, relocated and everything. And met me. And met then you, the and the then, yeah. right, and then the rest of the story. <laughs> so... My main goal is I talked about being intentional. I talked about how one of my really good friends explained the idea of setting intentions, like not goals, not New Year's resolutions, but intentions, like how are you going to purposefully show up for yourself? And the things that I wanted to do was slow down, travel more, fall in love, or at least have really, really good sex, like no more like staring at Clutches, the ceiling. pearls, which I have none on right now. <laughs> like at pearls. least have really good sex. Like if nothing else. And she repeats it. Goodness. I said what I said, right? <laughs> so, and just start fresh, right? And like have these experiences. So, you know, I still, I still was working up the courage to do all this, but I did it. I moved in hot July, found the apartment, did all the things. And um, I think the other cool thing was I never done class pass. So I started experimenting with like gyms and yoga studios and all those things. So I signed up for this black owned gym and um, they had Soulful Sunday. So it was a spin class. They play like Otis and Otis Redding. And they also did they play, play Uncle Charlie. I'm sure they did. Aretha Franklin, all the things. Like, Stevie Wonder, like, it's just, it's, mm. hence, Soulful Sunday, right? So, it I'm is. in the class, you know, at the time I had my hair pressed. This is relevant because we talked about, you know, how we're trying to pull ourselves together, right? Yeah. So, I'm trying to get on my bike, have my outfit on, like, really get into this, like, place, mm-hmm. right? Like, exercise is not just exercise. It's, like... It's mental. It's a spiritual experience for mm-hmm. me at this point. Ooh. But you know how you know somebody's staring at you? And so, I, like, did, like, the... 
do do like where you like peek over to like see like who's looking I was like oh my gosh she's so cute I was like don't look don't look don't be obvious <laughs> right but then I like just got in my zone you know did my little bike ride whatever. don't front like you were doing your little bike ride you was probably riding extra hard like the hips was moving a little bit extra what? deeper because you knew he was looking like don't lie I, and say oh I just did my workout no no you were like, I go hard mm-hmm. like when I'm working out like I get into the zone I get intense like I wasn't trying to like prance and be cute I was like first of all I still pay $35 for this class so I'm still about to go in so yes like did I want to appear cute yes but I also needed to get my money's worth so okay. after the class you know I'm like getting my you know the little cubbies I'm trying to put my clothes back on it's middle of winter it's like December January sometime like that so I'm getting my clothes on he comes over and starts talking to me he's like oh what did you think of the class and I'm like yeah it was cool and like keep <laughs> keep running like you wasn't into it. You have a tendency to play hard to get. I just want the people out there to know because you did this with me. But continue. I wasn't playing hard to get. What I think people need to understand is that I'm not like that person who like busts into the room and like consumes it, right? Like I, I'm gonna say I consume the room. I yes, do consume the room. You do consume right. the room. I do consume like, the room. Like I I'm more of a slow burn. So I'm just gonna like, I don't know. He yeah. might be like he might have genuinely just wanted to know what did I think of the class in I would have looked goofy talking about, I don't know, what did you think? You know what I mean? Like, he'd have been like, chill. So I was just like, it was cool. And like, put, you know, went, got all, like, you know, the awkward, like, where you grab, like, your coat, your sweatshirt, your shoes, all your stuff. And you, like, I don't know that have, life. Oh, okay. So you, <laughs> so you, like, have it in your arms, go over the corner, you're like, trying to quickly put everything on because there's people coming in after you. So I go outside and he's like waiting there. And I'm like, oh. he was waiting for you. This was man like, was oh not letting gosh. it go. He was I like, did. I saw her pedaling the way she pedaled wow. to the metal. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was doing a monochromatic look, obviously. Of course you were. You but had it, on a full fit. But it, was, but it was, but it wasn't like a neutral this time. Like I was out here living my best life. I had on like Naja green. Like I was like. Bullets, bullets, <laughs> green, white, green all day. See, he was meant to so, be. So I'm like talking to him outside and he's like, you know, I'm about to give you my number. Call me if you want to go out sometime. And oh, I'm he like, didn't waste no breath. I was like, oh my God. Like, he saw what he wanted. Listen, I, listen, I want to be very clear. I do not get approached. I lived in Harlem, so yes, people are gonna catcall you. Oh, absolutely! But they're not New York really is cat want- cool. It is right. They like like if I'm walking down the street after class, they be like, "Damn, she thick." Oh, but hey, yo, short sure Right, but it's not like I want to date you, right? Like <laughs> I I want to have a loving home with you. It's like <laughs> I like the way your ass looks in those tights. That's the beginning. In those jeans, right? And that's the end, right? <laughs> so like to have somebody approach me like has a vibe, like very has like a good vibe. self. And I- Direct, direct, right? No games, like very self-possessed. So, you know, I get back and um, I'm like calling my friend. I'm like, oh my gosh. She's like, you have got to be kidding me. She's like, I've lived here for 12 years. I go to that gym all the time. have never met anybody. She's like, you've been here for like 30 seconds. You tried to meet somebody? I'm not going to lie to you, Jordan. I low-key have heard this story before, but the simple fact that you replayed to me every time, I'm like, yo, she came out here living the sex in the city, living single life. And those who grew up here, we never... We never achieve. But this is just the beginning of the story. It is just the beginning This is of the just story. the beginning of the story. So I called him. We went out, right? You went so out. I feel like it was like that initial excitement, right? Like I felt like a Kate Spade commercial, you know, where they're like step ball change, right? Across <laughs> like the street. Like everyone's like, you're so excited. You're, you feel like I, you're in like I a little musical. Too. And so I was like, okay, we're going to go out. 
And he was like, okay, well, we're going to meet at the Harvard Club. Pause. Pause on the play. Harvard Club. This man was doing the most, okay? You have to be exclusively invited in order to go to the Harvard Club. I went to the Harvard Club in New York, but it was really for an event. It was like an HR work event. So I just had to put a pause on the play so people understand what the Harvard Club is. Continue. Here's the thing. I didn't even know. Here's how like removed I am from the elite lifestyle. I was like, huh, I wonder if it's associated with the school. Like I didn't know <laughs> that that was like just another thing. Harvard. Right. Like not. I mean, I didn't know they. I know they have like eating clubs and stuff like that mm-hmm. at at the schoolhouse. But I didn't know that like afterward they had like established established <laughs> places that they go and congregate all the one high. So I'm like, okay, well done. Yeah. So I like, you know, put on my uniform, right? Because it always, it the always uniform, slaps. which is black and white. Because I have my black pants, my black high heels, my white shirt. You came it's to work cold, first. So I have on like a floor length, like wool coat, like mm-hmm. my red lips, whatever. And so I tell Monica, right? Because we're now like getting closer. We're getting closer. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go on a little date. <laughs> and she's like, uh, what? She's like, but why are you dressed like Hillary Clinton? Why were you just... Guys, I want to set the stage for you. If you're going on a first date and she was talking about how giddy she was, I look at her and she is in black slacks, a white silk blouse, a blazer, and then she got this power headband. Like, it's a power headband on. I love that headband. I mean... No shade to Hillary Clinton. She be doing her thing. But I'm like, first date vibes, you really like you about to go on a political campaign? Like, are you trying to be his campaign manager? I mean, but then I told her, I was like, we're going to the Harp Club. She goes, okay, this makes sense. Noted. Like, this Noted. outfit See? actually is perfect. It's perfect. Right? So I get there. We have an amazing time. Like, it's it's a vibe, right? Like, the conversation is so easy. But I already had, you know how you have, like, that little inkling? You're like, I just, I don't want to, like, assume that it's going to blow up. But mm. you have, like, this nervousness because there's this little thing. So he's like, you know, you're just, you seem very sweet and, like, very innocent. Ooh, I hate that. very and I'm sweet. like, dun, dun, dun. Right? Like, you're already <laughs> like, what is he about to say? It was the headband say? when you said innocent, when he said innocent. It was the headband. Was maybe, the headband. maybe. So. We're having fun. Like, we're going out on dates. And it's like, I have this thing where once I meet somebody, it's like fast and furious, right? Mm. So it's like lots of dates. You know, you're going out. It's like, but it's a combination. It's like going out to dinner. Like, it's going to, like, his house. But it's, like, also, like, going to, like, health food stores or working out together. So it's just all these different little experiences. And it's a really good time. Now, you got most You're excited smiling. about the motorcycle ride. We need to talk about this again. We need to talk about this motorcycle ride. So please, please. Yes, you did all of those brunches. You did all of the Broadway shows. I mean, who the goes Broadway to dates? The Broadway show and- is so good. We saw a soldier's play with the B- Blair Underwood. Amen. Ugh. Amen to him. Look at God. Like that was <laughs> my favorite date though because we also talked about your outfit for that date too and you didn't listen to me or anybody else who tried to give you advice because y'all wanted me to be dressed like season one of real housewives of atlanta (laughs) and i didn't want to be in a bandage dress we did not say bandage dress we were just wanting you to be a little flirty with your outfit you know that's it it was cold outside like one thing about me 
is I want to be cute, but I also want to be comfortable. And in New York, if you don't have a car and you have to get on somebody's train or multiple trains, then you need to have on sensible footwear. You do so, need to. Um, no, I feel you on that. Right. You on so that. you're gonna right. you're gonna either you're be right. in sneakers or at this point I had on like high heel boots, but I was like, I'm not not a stiletto heel, obviously, like a western boot. And so it's like I don't like leather leggings, high heel boots. So I was still giving a vibe, but you're I was like, look, it's cold outside. Like I need to still be able to bust a move if something happens. And hop on this man's motorcycle. So sure. our outfits wouldn't have worked. So, right, exactly. So just needed to be prepared. As my OBGYN says, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. So I made sure to be dressed for the weather and for the event. So we had a great time. But aside from that date, him being like, okay, let's go out on the motorcycle. Really, really, really fun. Really fun. Where did you roll down the motorcycle? <sighs> the West Side Highway. On the West Side Highway. Literally a line from Bonnie and Clyde 03. I mean, seriously. Seriously. I mean, sometimes. Rolling down the West Side Highway. Doing myself. like we got to do our way. Like you guys did it your way. I, Again, nothing that I could ever fathom or think about. I had a smashing good time. The thing of it is, is that that was fun. That was cool, right? Like doing things like that. But then it was also like the more quiet moments, right? Like where we're just like hanging out. It's like the middle of the night. Like we're playing music. We're talking. We're hanging out, drinking. You know, just just doing. In the middle thing. of the night, and what kind of homestead said gentleman? Oh, he had money, money. Thank right? you. That's so. what again. How do you how? How do you come and get to a person that actually owns their home in New York? Not a regular home, owns their brownstone, which is curated. Right. Curated. His art collection blew mine out of the I water. Mean, again, who lives like this? Not the regular schmegular people uh-uh. in New York that grew up in there. I mean, if you're from New York, you already know. Your dates ain't that. You're going to BBQ, okay? Dinosaur you BBQ. Going- <laughs> You're going to be, and you're going to get, and you're going to get some cornbread, and you're going to get some barbecue chicken, and there's you're going to go to the movie theater. There's nothing wrong with dinosaur barbecue. Like, there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, bar- with it. Absolutely, but it's not rolling down the West Side Highway mm-hmm. or going to visit my man in his um, brownstone that he owns. Yeah. We're probably going to a basement apartment. Wow. Right? There's probably three floors. You got to go through another apartment to get to his, like, it's, it's all of the things. Sure. It's all of the things. Sure. I just want you to know that that's the life that we live, those who live here in New York not transplanted and then took and stings out of a movie or song. But please continue. I, I just I want to be very clear that it's being made to sound like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. And it really, okay, in this moment, this is like a BET plus romance. <laughs> like it, it is, is really giving, giving those vibes. But I want to be clear, like it had its ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. Because one thing also about me, there's something that radiates from my soul that says like, if you don't want to be exclusive, if you don't want to be exclusive or if you want to be nurtured or if you want to be fostered as a boyfriend or you're just not sure who you actually want to fall in love with, come here for rest until you're ready to continue your journey no, with someone else. Right. So it was like he already said from like jump after like day one or day two, he's like, you know, I don't really believe in monogamy. You know, I consider myself polyamorous. So this is when I had to have a talk with myself. With oneself when a man I says ha- that. I had to say to myself, because there were two two critical things. I did tell the Lord that I missed having sex. I did tell him that. <laughs> So I feel I'm not like even going to go into your conversation with the Lord when you told him that. I'm going to step aside on that one. The fact that he popped up right after, I'm like, ask and ye shall receive. Lord. Right. Prayers she are powerful. She knows not what she does. He, <laughs> listen, he wants us to experience 
pleasure and joy and happiness. Continue your story. I want I want y'all to know I was raised right. I'm saved. <laughs> My grandmother was Southern Baptist minister. Like it's not like I don't have any home training, but I also don't want to go to my grave cold and alone and not having known some good things. So anyway, I was like, okay, he's polyamorous. I really like I I don't know if I'm about that life. I'm probably not, but I'm gonna give it a try. Like let me see if I'm still an asshole and let me explain to y'all what I mean by that. I also like anybody have an ego so you never want to feel like you're competing with other women right and so in the past if I knew that I was one of a few or a harem I'm gonna try to be like I'm about to put it on him you want to cook him up for the challenge I'm about to like Mm -hmm. you know try to be the best woman ever so Mm -hmm. he leaves everybody else alone he just wants Mm -hmm. to be with me right you think that there's some way that you can win them over yeah but I was like you know what chill out see where it goes like if you're having a good time that's what matters but don't try to make this something that it's not like if he already told you what's good like just like if somebody tells you i don't want something serious i just want to have a good time like take them them at their word and so i felt like that was growth just for me yeah just to understand for the first time like don't try to make it something that it's not and don't break your own heart trying to go into this thinking you're going to change somebody right absolutely so once i'd accepted that like i was like okay i'm just gonna see where this goes what I think is so funny is that like I was like okay I'm just gonna keep hanging out with my girls my peoples doing my own thing and he would like have little comments like I just feel like you would rather cook soup than hang out with me (laughs) and I was like I do love my crock pot and I'm going to make a chili during the winter time right did I pick that over him yes yes Yes, you did But I want to be clear, don't call me up, like, don't try to, like, snap Mm -hmm. your fingers and be like, come over here. Because at the very beginning, he has said, he's like, you don't want nothing serious. You didn't didn't want anything serious. And he also made it very clear that, like, if I want to spend, you know, if I want to spend time with you, like, let's talk about that. He goes, but if you think that we're going to be hanging out every night or that you're always going to have, like, first dibs on my time, that's not what this is. You know what it is? People talk, and then when they actually get what it is that they said... It's like slap. No, that's not what I wanted. You're supposed to be all over me. And uh, and waiting and, for me and by the phone. By the phone. And I was like, look. So so this our first like really, really difficult conversation happens. Um, so I was at my best friend's birthday party. And so she had done this whole like weekend. And so I went. We were at another studio that we both loved. They did like bar or whatever. And she did a private class. When I tell y'all, like, I was in shape at this time, but the instructor had to pull us aside and be like, I need everyone to pull themselves together because I just <laughs> gave up in the class. Like, I was just laying on my mat. <laughs> I was struggling. I was going through some things. But we pulled ourselves together, got out of the class, walked back to her apartment, having our drinks and our charcuterie and just, it was just joy. Mm-hmm. It was just joy. Now, she lived at 125th and he lived around there. Right? I'm not going to put this man's business on the street. Like, he lived around there. Around there. Around there. Mm-hmm. So... I get a text from him talking about where are you? Oh, like he your mama or your papa. And I was like, you literally said when I was talking about this weekend, you were like, I might be around or I might be available. And so it never occurred to me that we had like real plans, plans, right? I was like, okay, if he's available or whatever else he had planned to do falls through, I might get the back call, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just, you know. Living uh, your life. Living my best life. You Absolutely. know, just having little cocktails, talking, drinking, doing whatever. So he says that and I'm like, um, so we had we, we had plans? He's like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was thinking we was gonna do XYZ. So I was like, Okay, let me throw on a lip. <laughs> 
and head on over and head on over right throw on my asymmetrical jacket <laughs> right happy place got my little tote bag and i was like let me get out of here and you know you know it's like 30 40 people in the apartment they're like where are you about to go mm-hmm. you know because they saw you pop on that lip right because nobody's ever going to compliment you in new york they're not going to say oh you look cute they're like where are you going absolutely who are you about to see that is a compliment that is the compliment so i'm like oh no and right, and you just kind of mumble something and walk out the door close behind you, right? Because <laughs> you don't want to explain yourself. Right, because you don't want to say you're about to get your back blown out. That's not party appropriate. So, my pearls in my ears again. And I, what is killing me about this is that Monica, <laughs> Monica. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, girl. What? What okay. are we gonna say? What are we gonna? Nope, say? I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put your business out on this. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. So, we. I get to his. I get to his apartment. And um, he's saying to me, he's like, you know, I was ready to leave you alone because I don't really feel like you're into me and I don't really feel like you're like that committed. And I committed to what, sir? So, okay, I when I tell you, I had to describe physically like, you know, your stomach kind of drops, right? Like when you're really afraid and your stomach like like kind of roils, like it like turns over. And so it's almost like a like a fight or flight experience. And I feel like I was like, look, look at me growing as a woman, because what I wanted to do was like lash out and be like, you said you don't want anything serious with me. Like it's about to be a baby boy situation. Like you were about to turn it into like Jody. Right. Right. (laughs) It's about to be me crying in my Corolla. But I I didn't. Mm -hmm. I was like we're literally like like laying down on the bed, like looking at each other. And I was like, you know what? I understand what you're saying. I was like but you've already told me that you don't want anything serious. And mm-hmm. so I'm really trying hard to be respectful of what you said. And I explained some of what I just told y'all. Like, in the past, this is who I would have been. Yeah. I would have thought that was, like, the opening salvo. Like, you're like, oh, you want me to prove how crazy mm-hmm. I am, right? <laughs> like, you want me to go even harder. And I was like, so, no, I don't prefer cooking over you or spending more time with my friends over you. But these are going to be the people. these are going to be the people who love me and care for me once you've lost interest, once you've moved on to whatever else you want to do. So... This is a great interlude, and I'm really enjoying myself, but I've already understood just how we're engaging. Yeah. This is probably not going to be for the long haul, and so I can't give up everything for you when Absolutely. you've already said that you would, you would not and would never do the same for me. I'm just matching energy here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about that, and I think that that's what it took for him to kind of like for it to click. And I mean, obviously, I'm a nerd, so I didn't say it like that gully. I was like, you know, have you ever read Their Eyes Were Watching God? <laughs> go ahead. Book quote. Right? Like, Book, so I, like, full of facts. It's full of facts. So, you know, facts. I had to go to this whole, like, Zora Neale Hurston is the queen of duality, and she's talking about how Janie, like, tucks pieces of herself away that she really wants to protect. And I explained that to him. I'm like, I feel the same way. I'm like, who I really am, like, the vulnerable part of me would really want to give you everything but Mm -hmm. I keep telling myself to chill I'm like this is not your person right so you can't give them all of yourself and then be upset when they don't care for you in that way so you have to save that part of yourself for the person who's really going to want you and really be invested in your happiness and in your growth and be your partner this person is kind and he's smart and he's a great person if he's not your person and so Mm, I feel like that was such a hard conversation to have because no one really likes conflict and no one really wants to talk about hard things or talking about how you know someone's ultimately not going to want to be with you and saying that out loud because you always kind of hope that 
I misread the situation. And they'll see the light of day. After he spent all this time with me, he just saw how magical Uh I was. And so he did ultimately say, I can't imagine my life without you. But it's not, it's not the Hallmark movie. It's, it's, I mean, it's not, even though my story was like that, but it's not. not typically how things play out listen blessings on blessings so so happy for you thrilled for you but as for me and mine like I like I already knew what was good so I didn't have um that expectation and so I feel like it it definitely like fizzled out as as these things do but like I still can appreciate that because I feel like I was way more confident like you know, they talk about like sometimes with older men, like they give you like, like they'll give you a little bit of a slag because the way they talk to you and mm-hmm. the way that they acknowledge you and like see you. It's not like some of these conversations where I've had, you know, when I've been younger and like men will shame you about your body. They're like, oh, you have stretch marks or, oh, you know, you have a pooch or whatever. Like he'd always be like, oh, you fine, fine. Right. Mm. And so like, yes, you have to believe that for yourself, but it never hurts to hear. It never hurts it to hear. It never it. hurts Child, to hear. Hurt. So this it way, was just, you just walk different. Just, just carry himself differently, yeah. right? And like, also, it's the patience, it's the consideration, and so it's like, you know, sometimes you'll get put on. Just, I'm not gonna go into all the details, but it's like sometimes <laughs> you'll get put on to things. This is the wrong podcast for this, um, but but I did appreciate that, and so I can yeah. look back and I don't feel any kind of way. I'm not like upset about it because. Yeah. For all that it was, at least I knew what the situation was from the very beginning, right? Like, it wasn't like we were in this whole thing. And he's like, I mean, it could be me and you, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, he, you know, he pulled like the change up, which is what I had been experiencing in the before past. that. Like, yeah. So absolutely. he was direct and one, you grew from it. And yeah. so as much as a friend as I love going through this experience with you, it is now time to move on from said man. Bye, sure. Mr. Biggs. This is not going to end up like Sex in the City where you like marry Mr. Biggs and all that other stuff. And he dies on a treadmill. Well, <laughs> that, that part too. We don't want that either. But anyways, this is not going to be that situation. So Nigerian Auntie is here to help you move on. And for all the single people out there before you come t- for me, like I know that I don't know what it's like to be out there in these streets. I know that. I don't want y'all to be in the streets neither, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's time to switch it up and think through what's the next phase going to look like. And for me, from what I know about you, I feel like you go for like the good on paper type of dudes. And what I mean (laughs) by good on paper... You don't even have to explain it. Like it's already an own. It's like... He has a BMW. He has a, he BMW. Has a beard. He is probably going for, yes, a full beard, not a piece. It's a full beard, but not oh just God. that. He's probably was in a fraternity. He was mm. probably an alpha more wow. than likely. I feel see, attacked. See, see, I feel see? Attacked. I'm, I'm reading you. I'm reading you. For he, filth, <laughs> obviously. He's educated. He stimulates your mind. Yes, because if you send me New York Times articles, everything is tingling. See, see. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just wondering if I'm at this point where I have to redefine, like, if I'm if I have this checklist, right? Like going back to Indian matchmaker, we talked about this, right? Like, we do. What does Seema from Mumbai say? Like, she's what like, give me. Say? She's like, I'm Seema from Mumbai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing she says. <laughs> you're like Monica, Monica from, from Nigeria, Nigeria. <laughs> right? So I'm just saying, like Hinge. So Hinge is what I've done most recently, and they added a feature where you can say like what your dating goals are. Okay. And so when you look at the dating goals, primarily what I see is 
confused or trying to figure them out and it's like at your big age you have no like no idea about what you're looking for that's shocking to me why i guess i expect at a certain point in time you need to be able to do the work how long do you need to be on this earth to realize that there might be some things in you that might be broken and you're not doing the work to realize what that is like i feel like that's the main thing for me is that you get to a certain point when you have to start to look within you and start to think to yourself like why do I do the things that I do what was it in my past or in my childhood or in my upbringing that made me who I am and what is it that I want to change for the future so I'm not continuing the same you know the same things over and over again so I think that's what it is like I expect some more introspective thoughts pieces and all of that when you're entering the dating world and if you're truly meant to be the eligible bachelor for life so be it and own that Right. But don't to your point, catfish and say like, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. But really, it's really, you know, I, I just want to I just want to see what's out there. And I don't know what I want. I'm still figuring it out. Put that. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I have found really interesting is that it feels very binary. Like if someone's that people will say that and then get defensive. I'm like, you ain't got to defend yourself to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you don't know what you want or you don't want a serious relationship, that's fine. You don't have to be defensive about that. Right. But just know that if you're honest, I also get to say, and I'm not interested in figuring it out with you. Right? Amen. Because if you are unsure about me, then the answer is likely no. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I feel like if we've spent enough time together and you're just like, eh, I feel like I can do better. Or I don't feel like my homeboys would be jealous of me if I brought you around. Right? Like, you wear glasses. Right? Like, <laughs> you like Harry Potter. Like, I think if, I think sometimes where it's like, my mom always said, and I know people are like, I, I don't agree. My mom always said there's a reacher and a settler, right? Like in any relationship, like the person who is like grasping for the person that they want and the person who's like, you'll do donkey. That'll do, hmm. right? Like that. Never per- thought like, about that. So, and I've asked my mom, like, well, who was a reacher? She's like, uh, and she feels like there's always a more attractive person in the relationship, which I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was like, well, who's the more attractive person? She goes, your dad. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> so I feel like. Bottom line, is I think about that sometimes that people really want to feel like they're getting somebody that's almost like too good for them, but that person doesn't think that they're too good for you and they're humble and don't quite know how amazing they are. Like, it's very that's intricate. So you know what I mean? Like, you don't want somebody, even if you're like, well, this person is smart and kind and funny and they and my friends like them and everything checks, but... I just feel like they're not as great as they could be. You're not quite as amazing so and astonishing. And so I feel like if you're always waiting for the next best thing yeah. or you're like hoping for somebody that's like just so spectacular is like going to just blow your mind or you're going to have like this instant I knew from the time we locked eyes kind of experience, then I don't know if anybody's ever going to meet those expectations. I'm going to be honest. Like I, we talked about the idea of being a regular schmegular black girl. So mm-hmm. we're on this is audio right so you can't see us but like if you googled us right and saw like our linkedin pages i'm like brown brown right (laughs) like i i I don't slick my baby hairs down like i'm just i'm out here i got my natural hair like Mm -hmm. i'm I'm short like so i'm not like these i'm not giving you instagram influencer model flat belly teeth like so if that if that's your aesthetic like i'm i'm not for you and i just feel like in general, if you don't have some of those things, like you are often overlooked. And me being on the apps and like seeing more and more research comes, you know, that's come out, it talks about the fact that like black women are considered the least attractive, you know, and that it's it's black women and Asian men as is the considered the least attractive. Um, 
And so you don't match as often. You don't have some of those experiences. You're not even given the opportunity. And it's not because you don't have a good personality or that you don't have a, a, a good vibe, but it's just that people don't typically find you attractive. You're not who someone would aspire to be with, right? Because people talk about, oh, I want a smart girl. I want a nerdy girl. I want somebody cool. Somebody that's my, they talk about all those things, but they will trade all the interesting aspects for somebody that they think is like super duper fine. So yeah, um, I'm cute. You are very cute. I think you're a hottie. Drop it like a hottie. Drop, drop it like a hottie. I, I'm going to accept that with the receive love. It. I'm going to receive it. I'm going to accept it. it. Um, I, I don't know if I go that far, but, but it. Um, I do take good care of myself. You know, <laughs> I drink multiple flavors of sparkling water. Um, I drink the hydrated. water with the electrolytes. I stay hydrated. I stay very hydrated. I, I moisturize. I recycle. <laughs> right? Like, I care about the earth. I don't even you do. use, you know, paper straws. So I feel as though I have a lot going for me in you the do. sense, you know, of I'm going to bring a fullness to your life. Foolishness and a fullness. You will bring a fullness. You brought a fullness to my life. I agree with you. But I think one of the first things that we talked about was, like, revamping your profile. And what it is that you're putting out there. Because... You have like a quirky sense and I feel like you would have on your profile, I like cats. I feel like that's an own and I actually do really like cats and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I have cat pajamas. I do have cat pajamas. Those are not things that are on my profile. I talk about my love of Coca-Cola on there. I talk about, you know, how I'm interested in collecting stamps. Uh, that I enjoy lots of different activities, you know, but I'm not particularly outdoorsy. I'm just like very honest about who you're going to get. And I think Mm. you have to be careful. Like some people try to make it seem like there's somebody they're not, but you know, science says you can only fake it for 70 days. You can fake it for exactly 70 days. And after that, it all falls apart. Right. So you have to be very careful because I never want someone like you tricked me. Like, yeah, you, can't you know, fish you, me. you sold me a version of yourself that you can't even sustain. So I feel like they need to know that PBS rocks my world. These are things somebody needs to know about me that I wish I could have seen Tina Turner in concert, that I love good stationery, um, that I prefer Carolina barbecue, North Carolina vinegar based barbecue and hush puppies. Like they need to know who like I really that am. That you have monogrammed everything. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, it's a lifestyle. It is. I, and I, I think that's what I appreciate. And I, again, I'm not out there on the apps and I'm not going to front like I am. <laughs> Thankful mm-hmm. that I'm not just mm-hmm. based off of hearing the stories from you and everybody else. But I think there is an openness and a realness that you have to have. And it's like you owning who you are. And it's like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. I'm not giving you anything that isn't out there. Like, this is Mm -hmm. really, truly what you're going to get. And I think that's what's been the cornerstone of Leighton and I's relationship is he got what he got from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to be anything that I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be all cutesy. I wasn't trying to be any of that stuff. Except for the fact that I did try to pretend that I understood the words that he was saying because his vocabulary was way past anything that I knew <laughs> coming from my hood schools and his Westchester education. Wow. So I'll just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then go to my dorm room and try to look up the words. So he <laughs> elevated me. <laughs> he elevated me. That's the only thing I pretended. Like, I knew what he was saying, and I didn't always know what he was saying. And his emo music. Oh, and his emo music. I didn't pretend that I liked that at all. I was like, what is this? Let's change this. Where's the pop? Oh my god. <laughs> Where's the pop music? You know he Where has is a dark NSYNC? side. He has a dark side. He does have a dark side. 
he ha- he does have a dark side. But I think that's so real. Like just being who you are. And again, I mean, I still believe in love and I know that it hasn't fully transpired for you, but the hope is there. If you're it- looking for, if you want love and you're looking for love, like for me, I'm here to carry the hope for you. It's going to have to be you carrying it. It's going to have to be you because I feel like you only know a certain level of depravity and like app onset depression. Like if you've been on there, you know how terrible it is. Like if you're not super grounded and you're not somebody who can keep coming back to yourself, Mm -hmm. like it will absolutely destroy your confidence. I feel like I'm looking for something else. I'm always I'm always looking for somebody who's like very curious, like not nice because nice is a turn off for me, but kind is important to me. Like I need somebody who's going to tell me what's what, even if it might hurt my feelings mm-hmm. versus trying to be nice to me and lying to my face, right? Because mm-hmm. like what did Jody tell that? He goes, I lie to you to protect your feelings. I'm out <laughs> here in these streets telling these hoes the truth, right? Like I need like somebody who is kind to me and mm-hmm. like cares for me, but you know, isn't just about the aesthetics or trying to save face or trying to be like that guy. Yeah, it needs to be real. Like it needs, it needs to, be, to be a yeah, real there has relationship. To be if you're gonna do life with each other, you need to be able to tell each other the hard truth, and that doesn't mean that you got to be rude with it at all. Speaking from experience here, it doesn't mean you got to be rude with it. And I had to learn over the course of years because my mouth was reckless in the beginning. Mm. So still is maybe a little bit slightly. <laughs> Slightly, but I hear you. So you want them to be kind with your heart. Get that. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I mean, I think that's really, I, I really do. Kindness like is the Kindness is, the main. is very important. And I think also too, like it would be important to me that someone respects and understands the importance of family because I've talked about that. Like it's me, my mom, my dad, we're like the three musketeers, yeah. right? So I would definitely want someone who like, comes into that and like understands it respects I would want that person to have a good relationship with my parents like I'm not gonna like have all these looks like they have to be close to their parents you can't always you can't choose your family like you can't choose your situation so I'm not gonna put that on someone but I would want them to also be able to have a relationship with my with my family with my parents specifically that's important to me that is that that respect to that I mean at the end of the day like what we believe even in Nigerian culture but I don't think it's just Nigerian culture like you just don't marry the person you're marrying the family so it's the joining of the two families as well because they're all in this together to make the relationship stand and be firm absolutely that's that's your tribe that's your support system and funny like and I don't mean like comedian, like stand-up comedian, but just like you have to be able to see the humor. I mean, that's something I remember my mom saying about my grandfather, her father, that he warned her. He's like, when you're when you're thinking about having a partner or you're thinking about settling down, you need to be with someone who you can laugh with. He goes, there are going to be times, mm-hmm. there are going to be trials and tribulations, things that you go through in life where laughter is really all that you have. Oh, my gosh. He's like, so you have so to be true. able to find the joy in things. You have to be able to find, like, the humor Absolutely. in situations. You have to be able, like, there's a blessing in this somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to be able Absolutely. to look at it like that. So, so tr- Oh, so much. So true. that's important. At the end of the day, this is for, like, friendships or anybody that's around me, working relationship, as well as my man. If we not laughing, what we doing? <laughs> what are we Facts. doing? For Facts. me, like, that's... that's that's my love language. Mm-hmm. Let me laugh. Let us be silly. Let us, I mean, life is already hard. So hard. It is already hard. So if we cannot laugh together and just enjoy or try to work through this together, then we, I don't know what we're doing. Mm-mm. So I, I feel you on that. I added a love language. I should write a book. We should write a book. 
we the other could. Five, the <laughs> other five love languages. I just feel like because you're not on the abs, you don't see like don't, every guy I is don't. like physical touch. It's like just because you want to get this in the morning doesn't mean that you're into physical touch. Do you even know what the other love languages are? Have you no, read they don't. the book? No, they read the back. They read the back and saw <laughs> the, the list of the five. They did the cliff note version. <laughs> they did the cliff note version. Okay, so I think I could work with what it is that you're putting down. So basically, you're my first client. Um, okay. I'm not giving you space to say no. Sure. You can't say no. I'll take a slow yes. Anybody who's watched the Jackson 5 movie. <laughs> American Dream. American Dream knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, she's like, uh, I need a slow, slow yes. Uh-huh. Fast, fast no. no. Exactly. I'll do a slow yes. And I think All that's right. what I'm getting from you. Okay. Okay. Anybody out there, if you have a similar experience, if you've been on the apps, if you've been doing hookups with your friends or whoever be the case, I don't know. What is it? Speed dating? Is that still a thing? Am I old? A speed dating a thing? Who knows? Anyways, if you're doing any of those things to try and find your person because you want your person, and please know that we know not everybody is looking for somebody out there. It is not a must. It is not a need. But if you are looking for that person and you've got tips from my homegirl, Jordan, please slide in and let us know what those tips are as we're out here. And we're going to come back with just developments on whatever might happen. Mm. Is that fair? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Thank you, guys. Yeah.